the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. I'm excited to have Pam Waugh with us today. Her testimony is going to warm your heart and encourage your soul because Pam understands the journey to wholeness. She's an executive pastor at the church next door. She is a businesswoman, a wife, a mother, and has so much to offer. You will enjoy every minute of this conversation. So welcome, Pam. I feel like testimony is so powerful because mm-hmm. no one can argue with your testimony, right? It's That's truth. <laughs> so, and the word of God says that. And so um, I've always said, Lord, use my testimony, use my life to really put value in other people's lives. So, um, and I can remember uh, when I was reborn in the Lord, um, never forget that day. I'm older now, but I was nine years old and I remember it like it was yesterday. And I can remember it was at a little church, little um, revival, a little Baptist church up in Toledo. And um, I can remember just saying, this is it. I'm going. And no one was going to stop me. I was running people over, stepping on their toes, you know, in the aisle. Mm. And I went and received Jesus. And I remember that was the moment that my heart as a little girl really started to change. And it really set me up for what was to come. And um, I believe that God really um, prepared me for the tough things that were coming in my life. But he started at nine years old. Right. So those seeds went deep and they ha- started quickly when you were young. And I think there's such a power in a child's faith mm-hmm. and it's real. They're like little people. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's yes. how he's tell. They're little people. And so you knew, you knew the Lord and you still remember that so vividly. I do. I mean, I even remember the day I was baptized at nine, mm-hmm. right? It was so, I was so in love with God that no one was going to tell me even different, right? You know, um, so it was a true, I feel like, transformation of knowing him and um, wanting to please him, right? But I think the biggest thing that happened, I think, especially with my childhood, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, is then things started to happen, right? And um, it became more about knowledge. So it was, okay, I know God wants me to do this. I have to please God. I have to make sure that I'm perfect every day. I have to make sure I go by basically the law, right? What Mm. The law that God laid down, and that was really... Sadly, from a kid, my relationship. Okay. You know? mm-hmm. So yeah. it began, kind of started as a list of rules. Who mm-hmm. was teaching you these things? Were, at, were you at church or, or were just on your own? Like you put the pressure on yourself? I think part of it was just pressure on myself because I was the compliant child, right? Wow. So the compliant child is always trying to go by the rules, please everybody. But then also I think um, growing up in a church that was very law oriented and didn't um really proclaim holy spirit too Mm. right so you know there was that 
part that was, I'm so thankful. I know God's word. I mean, I know God's word. I know it. I love it, but I didn't understand the love of God. Mm. Right. And so that was kind of missed. So how long did that last? So you were nine. (laughs) (laughs) How long did that last? Good question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, till my thirties at Mm. least. Right. And I was, um, you know, as a kid, because I went through divorce, um, I had a lot of shame put on me. I had a lot of, um, things that were put on me that weren't mine, but I thought they were because I was a kid. I didn't know any different. So, um, how I, old were you when your parents divorced? Um, they were 11. I was 11. Mm-hmm. And then so two I, years after yeah. you accepted Christ, they divorced. Right. And I feel like, thank you, Lord, that you redeemed me before that. Mm-hmm. He right? knows. Yeah. He knows what we need or what we're going to mm-hmm. need. Mm-hmm. And I can remember like even, um, you know, in the process of that, my, my parents were, you know, parents, they were just trying to figure out their whole mess, right? We're all kind of a mess (laughs) without God, right? So, and I think, um, you know, in the process of that, I had to take on their mess too, as a little kid, right? And so didn't really have a childhood. I took over my brother, basically. um, And it became really hard. And I, I started to become really depressed and feel hopeless. Even as a teenager, there were moments where I'm like, I don't know, is this worth, is it, is it worth it? Mm -hmm. Right. But God in the background was there. I kept hearing him saying, yeah, it's worth it. I'm here. And I can even look back now, like, you know, boy, did he provide for me. So there were people in my church, you know, if you think you're in a church and you think the job you're not doing is not important. Oh, let me tell you it is. I had a lady who just, she would invite me to her house, right? Mm -hmm. Her name is Florence, precious lady. And it was like I had somebody, yeah, anybody who cared about me, right? And it meant the world to me. You had that extra family that you needed. Yeah. What's it like for a child? So I wasn't a child of divorce. What, what does a child feel like? Were you torn in two different directions? I mean, how did you feel? Oh, I felt, first of all, devastated because I went from a family who I thought, they, my parents never fought in front of me. They didn't. It wasn't like we were in this um, explosive thing or it was just one day. Okay, guys, we're getting divorced. And we were, we were like, what shock shock. So I think first shock. And then I think what happens to kids is they get left behind because parents are trying to figure it out. Right. So, um, they think it's not really affecting them where it affects them as deep as the parents because they don't have any control there's no, it's not safe because they don't have any control of the situation. And then, um, you are torn between the parents, you know, a lot of that. So there's a like lot you had of, to pick and choose. Did you feel like you, they probably didn't want you to feel that way, but do you feel like you have to choose? Oh, for sure. I would have to report sometimes, oh. right. Or I saw you with your mother's, you know, um, you were in the car with them, you know, I saw you and it was like, but I didn't have that choice. Right. But I was still shamed about it. And um, I don't know if it was purposeful. You know what I mean? But I think and everybody's hurt, then they tend to hurt, too. Right. So we kind of wound each other and our woundedness. So the parents do 50 50. How did what did this look like? 
Uh, very interesting. So I ended up having to change schools and figure all that stuff out. Um, it was it was very much. Um, I was in charge of my brother. Then um, I didn't I didn't have friends, so I had to isolate in the home. I couldn't go to church because what was happening was my mom was living her life and and loving this newfound freedom, right? But we were still there. And so um, I became really isolated. And so I would do, I would remember I would sew. I mean, I would sew these amazing outfits, amazing, because that's all I had at that moment. You poured yourself into, that was like a creative outlet maybe? Yes, yeah. And then, but it was like there was a point where I finally called my dad. I said, I can't do this anymore. I need to come. And he really didn't want that because that was going to really... Um, you know, make his life hard, you know, now he's going to have to be tied down a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? But I knew that I could decide I'm tired. It's ready because, um, you know, I felt like I was being, it was, there was a lot of neglect, you know, um, just emotional neglect. Um, you could not show emotion. Um, you know, I would be slapped if I cried, Mm. you know, so I had to shut down totally to survive and to create the safe environment that I needed, right? Um, in the end, what it did, though, is it about killed me. Wow. Right? You know, and I, I was shut down for years because then I didn't know how to show feeling because it wasn't safe, right? Mm-hmm. So then I had to figure that out um, as I got older. Um, so, you know, and then my brother, he ended up, you know, um, medicating because he yeah. didn't know what to do. There were six years difference between us. So I was his mother, but I was a mess, right? I'm 16 and a mess, 17 mm-hmm. and a mess, you know, poor kid. Um, so it created a lot of hard things for a us. A lot of hard things, a lot yeah. of patterns. Yes. Oh my gosh. I had so many patterns to myself to try to survive. So, um, you know, when I got married, they become very, (laughs) you know, your patterns start to become a little (laughs) more noticeable. Sure. Right. Um, and so what do you do with those patterns? What do you do to start to create good things that God wants for you in the end? And I can remember it was so funny. So you know, my parents would be like, here, here's a hundred dollars, go smoke some joints or whatever. I'm like, I can't do that. No, I love mm. God too much. Right. That's good. So I was parenting myself, yeah. but God was parenting me. God was there. Yeah. How did, so you knew him at nine, then you started to kind of, I got to follow the rules and be the good girl mm-hmm. and honor him, which mm-hmm. isn't all bad, you know, right. but at the same time it was more, you know, rule based or whatever. But when did you, did you see him show up? at other times before you were launched kind of on your own? Um, Oh, he showed up a lot. I can see that. Like um, my grandmother Mm. moved in town. That was good. Right. And she became the person that I found love with. Um, She became the person who would teach me what love was. And she wasn't like a super loving person. Like, you know, she pat you on the back or whatever, but she had my favorite tapioca pudding. She had my root beer float. You know, it was, I think it's just, we all need to be known. Sure. And she was the first person to really know me and want to know me. Right. And spend the time with you. Yeah. And spend time with me and, um, want to be with me. Right. You know, and I think that's the key. I think we all want to be known we all want to be seen. 
Um, we all want to be heard. We want to have a voice. And when that's shut down, we really don't know how to do otherwise. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.